This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Ujia Dean. Today is Friday, September 16th. Coming up, a former Kansas City, Kansas cop has finally been arrested for alleged crimes that took place over decades. We'll take another look at the case of Roger Golubsky. But first, some headlines. Kansas is scrutinizing the spending of federal COVID-19 relief in the state, including $450,000 used to open a grocery store in Bourbon County that closed after a few months. The audit reviewed a sample of $18 million from the state's $1 billion of CARES Act funding. It found nearly 8% of that spending was deemed ill-advised or wasteful. An auditor said some waste may have been spurred by federal rules that required the money be used quickly or returned. Republican State Senator Rob Olson is the chair of the Legislative Post Audit Committee, he says Bourbon County could have found better uses. For housing or, or other things, you know, a hospital or something that's needed much more. The federal government will have final say on whether spending was appropriate. The Board of Johnson County Commissioners recommended a significant starting salary increase for sheriff deputies today to fill nearly 70 vacancies. The board heard two different plans, a $14,000 raise proposed by Sheriff Calvin Hayden and a $6,000 raise presented by the HR department. During the contentious meeting, Hayden accused the board of defunding the department. Second District Commissioner Jeff Myers rejected that idea. There are things that need to be done to address pay scale situations, but it's not a, a defunding situation. I have an issue with being accused of defunding the sheriff's department. Ultimately, the board recommended the HR department's plan. The new pay scale will now go before the full county commission for a vote. A federal grand jury indicted former Kansas City, Kansas police detective Roger Golubsky yesterday. He's an infamous police officer who's been in the news since 2017. Yesterday morning, he was arrested at his home in Edwardsville. The indictment alleges Golubsky sexually assaulted two women in the late 90s and specifically accuses him of sexual assault, kidnapping, and attempted kidnapping. KCUR's Peggy Lowe has been covering this story for years, and she's here to tell us more. Hi, Peggy. Hey, Noemeen. So can you tell us how this news broke? Sure. So we started getting texts about mm, 7.30 or 8 o'clock on Thursday morning, and all our uh, social justice activists were saying that they had heard that Golubsky was arrested. We didn't have that confirmation confirmed until around 9 o'clock, 9.30. And the FBI in Kansas City made an announcement. We also found the indictment in the court filing. So we knew that the grand jury had been meeting for quite a while. We confirmed that last January. I remember talking to you about it at that time. Um, they had obtained subpoenas from a federal grand jury that demanded that the KCK police force hand over records covering two decades of homicide cases, internal affairs reports, and informant files as part of what appeared to be an investigation just into the time that Golubsky was a detective there. So uh, from about the late 70s through 2010, that's the year he retired. Golubsky then appeared in federal court in Topeka later in the day. Our Steve Vakrat was there covering it for us. Uh, Golubsky pled not guilty, but he is being held through the weekend, and there will be another detention hearing on Monday uh, because they have not yet revealed whether or not he'll be held pending, you know, the outcome of this. And his attorney said he's still very sick. He needs dialysis. And so that's kind of another part of the question mark here. How old is he? He is 69 years old. 
So activists in Wyandotte County and KCK have been calling for a U.S. Department of Justice investigation into allegations of corruption in the KCK Police Department. What was their response to the news? So many of the people that I've talked to were crying. I mean, they just said it was hard to believe that this day finally, finally came. Others were rejoicing, celebrating. You know, this man was arrested after reportedly terrorizing the north end of KCK for years. I talked specifically to Nico Quinn. She was one of two eyewitnesses whose false testimony sent Lamont McIntyre to prison back in 1994. She said at the time that she'd been threatened by Golubsky and a former county prosecutor with the loss of her children if she didn't lie on the stand. Today, she said that nearly 30 years later, 30 years, that it's a relief. I'm able to breathe. I was always looking over my shoulder. I bought a gun to protect myself. I was just scared. But several people also said that Golubsky's arrest is bittersweet, saying so many of his alleged crimes may never be accounted for. So we've been covering this story since 2017. Can you tell us about the case that got us interested in Golubsky and how he operated in KCK? Sure. This is the case that I just mentioned that Nico Quinn was a part of. Um, And ultimately, the man convicted of a 1994 double homicide, his name was Lamont McIntyre. He was exonerated in 2017, and that's when all of this came out. Um, all of the reporters learned about Golubsky's behavior all those years. And, for instance, you know, Lamont McIntyre suggested that he was set up. He was ultimately exonerated, and he recently settled his civil case with the unified government of Wyandotte County for $12.5 million. So that's really how we learned most of this. So what happens now? Do we know if Golubsky will spend time in prison? So if he's convicted, and that, of course, is a really big if, he is a policeman after all, it looks like he could spend at least 30 years in prison. That would be five years for each of the six counts of deprivation of civil rights. That, of course, is a federal charge. But the charges are also punishable by life in prison. And many people have suggested, too, that because just two women were named in the indictment today, that perhaps the feds could add even more, say, of his victims to that indictment or more of the alleged crimes that he perpetrated. So we'll just have to wait and see on how the feds will move from this point. How likely is it for police officers to be convicted in court for alleged crimes? Extremely rare. I mean, it's extremely rare even to be charged. And then juries often don't want to convict a policeman or even a former policeman of that. So this is a really remarkable case. And um He may or may not end up in prison. We'll just have to wait and see. Peggy Lowe is a reporter at KCUR. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you, Nomeen. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomeen Ujia-Dean. This podcast is produced by Byron Love and KCUR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. To read our coverage of Golubsky's arrest and indictment, visit KCUR.org, where you can find more local news from Kansas City's NPR station. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening to Kansas City Today. This daily news podcast brings you the top news in Kansas City each weekday morning, and it's only possible thanks to you. 
As a nonprofit news station, KCUR relies on individual donations to make this podcast. So we don't depend on advertisers, we depend on you. If you haven't already, you can support our work with a donation at kcur.org slash support. And thank you.